All right, we are live with episode eight of the Catalyst Sport Podcast today. Uh, it's going to be a quick one, and it's going to be focused on kettlebells. Uh, I'm here with Joe Boffy, uh, my business partner and co-founder of Catalyst Sport. And today we're going to talk about um, our six favorite kettlebell workouts to do Um and they're all kind of quick ones, so it's it's you know you kind of need to get a workout in. You're pressed for time. Uh, they don't require a lot of equipment, which is you know one of the great things about kettlebells more generally. And um, so so let's get to it. How's it going, Joe? And uh, why don't you start us off with what uh, what's one of your favorite kettlebell workouts? I'm doing well. Um, one of my favorite ones to do is it's kind of like a green and jerk long cycle kettlebell workout um it's done every minute on the minute with one kettlebell so it's uh not double overhead so it's good for people that have kind of limited shoulder mobility and what you do is you do left arm we're going to start say with like four reps you clean it then you jerk and you do four reps and you switch sides and then you rest till the next minute and you continue that on for about 10 minutes yeah that's a really tough one and, and just to make it clear you're re-cleaning the kettlebell on every single rep, so it's not like a clean and then you know jerk one, jerk two, jerk three. It's clean, jerk, clean, jerk. That's why it's a long cycle, clean and jerk. And um, that's a really tough one. I did that one a couple weeks ago, um, and, and boy, I mean, your, your shoulders are on fire. My lungs were on fire. That's a really tough one. That's a great one. If you can, then if you complete the reps and you've accomplished it, they recommend adding a rep per side. So you can grow it and shrink it depending on your abilities, which is cool. Yeah, this one uh, was originally written by uh, Master, uh, was Master RKC, and now is with uh, Strong First, John Ingham. Um, he, he's written about this one. It's, it's a great one. And he recommends going heavy on this. You know, he would kind of say that, hey, if you're not strong enough to use a, a pretty heavy kettlebell, then it's not the workout for you. It's definitely a more advanced workout, uh, but but it's a it's a great one. If you can if you feel that you have good enough form to do long cycle clean and jerk for for you know, those reps and keep good form, it's it's a fantastic workout. Which one you got back there fighting? Is that that the little guy Polito trying to? Eat the bigger one? <laughs> They're like wrestling back there. The big one's taking a nap, torment, and Polito uh, is trying to rouse him to, to a wrestling match here. <laughs> so we might They're cute. To... We'll let it slide. Don't worry. Torment's just sitting there, and he's like, why are you doing this to me? Uh, so Torment's like a 45-pound pit bull, dachshund, husky, mutt dog, and Polito's like a little chihuahua mix. And... Um, He's got that chihuahua fire to him. Um, so what? what's your next workout? <laughs> next one I've got here is the furnace. So the furnace, uh, it's you can do it either for time or for reps, and basically you're breaking the furnace down. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, you know, we record these podcasts, listeners, we record these, like, just kind of casually, I'm sitting here uh, in, in my dining room, and um, of course, these dogs have been sitting quietly all morning um, until right this second. Uh, so the next one on here is the furnace. Uh, so the furnace, it's uh, also another one from from uh, you know master kettlebell instructor Dave Whitley, and you can do it either for reps or for time. But basically, you're going to break the Turkish get up down into about six steps: the the reverse lunge, the kneeling windmill, 
the low sweep, the um, the elbow to the tall sit, the roll to the elbow. And um, so you'll do each of those left and right. So you'll do, for example, 30 seconds left with the reverse lunge, 30 seconds right for the reverse lunge. And then you'll do 30 seconds of, of swings, 30 seconds of goblet squat, and then move on to the next step down on the Turkish get up. So 30 seconds of kneeling windmill left, 30 seconds of kneeling windmill right, and then another 30 seconds kettlebell swing, 30 second goblet squat, uh, and then you have 30 seconds low sweep, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you could also do it for reps. So 10 reps reverse lunge left, 10 reps reverse lunge right, 10 reps swing, 10 reps goblet squat. And um, it's, it's a good kind of combination between the like ballistic and kind of cardio aspect of the kettlebell swings and goblet squats, kind of get your heart rate up. And then there's some skill work in there with the Turkish getup um, that, that makes it a, a real total body kind of metabolic furnace. Uh, that's why it's called the furnace. It works well, like if you're practicing parts of the getup as well, uh, you like you're learning it under stress from the swings and the goblet squats and you get to repeat it over and over and it really helps ingrain those motions into the into your body yeah it really stress proves it too you know sometimes we talk about the turkish getup being like a good one for for grapplers and uh that it, it really enforces good movement patterns and and to do so under stress is is you know an advanced skill to be sure but uh, a skill worth training if, if that's where you're at in your, in your training career uh, what do you got next, Joe? Um, uh, the uh, armor building, sorry, I couldn't think of it, um, is a good one too. It starts off with um, double cleans for a couple reps, I think it's two reps, and then an overhead press with those two bells for a single rep, and then um, three reps of a double kettlebell front squat. It kind of hits all those criteria hinge squat and overhead movement similar to the furnace um you could do that every minute on the minute you can do it as sets you can do it in multiple different ways and if you kind of lack that overhead mobility you could always do a, a single arm press and then bring it down and do a single arm press on the other side so it's 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 pretty um uh, versatile as well yeah, I think it's, uh, it really highlights the idea of, of time under tension. Uh, you know, you do your cleans, and then from there on out, you're holding those kettlebells the rest of the set. You're doing, you know, double double kettlebell overhead press, double kettlebell squats. So you're kind of holding those guys for a little while, which is why it's called armor building complex. It, it'll definitely help you build muscle. It's definitely uh, another one that you should be using, like, pretty heavy for your body. Like, you want that time under tension to be under a good amount of load. Yeah, for sure. We're, we're going to have a couple slightly less advanced workouts at the end of this, but but that's another one that's, you know, I'd say it's intermediate. I think it's not super advanced, but you, hey, listen, you got to be able to do a double clean. You got to be able to do a double squat. You got to be able to do, you know, a double press. And, um, you know, not everyone has those skills, but if you do, uh, you know, a great way to organize them is with that armor building complex. Uh, next one on the list here is one of my favorites is breathing ladders and a lot of people don't know about breathing ladders and you know we've heard of like weight ladders and, and you know time ladders and whatnot uh but what the breathing ladder is is you're going to regulate your rest period not by time or sets but by number of breaths so what you'll do 
Uh, normally you'll go up the ladder and then down the ladder, which I'll explain. So you'll do one breath, or sorry, one swing, and then one breath, and then two swings and two breaths, three swings, three breaths, etc. And then you can go up anywhere from you know kind of ten to fifteen is probably a good top of the ladder. So you know, those so you do breaths 12. that you're talking about are with the bell on the floor as yes. your wrist. Right. One swing, put the bell down. One breath, and um, and let me. I'll, I'll finish explaining the workout, and then I'll kind of. Um, give a little bit more context for, for why we're using breaths and how to use those breaths in your, in your workout. Um, so you go all the way, say up to 12, 12 swings, 12 breaths, and then you'll work your way down the ladder. 11 swings, 11 breaths, 10 swings, 10 breaths. And it really forces you to control your breathing because if you just kind of put the kettlebell down and just <laughs> you know breathe 10 times, you just wasted your entire rest period. So it forces you to slow your rest period down, slow your breath down, so that you can get some rest, uh, you know, whether you're a swimmer or a grappler, uh, just anybody for breathing mechanics, it really teaches you how to kind of stay calm under stress. And, uh, you know, especially when you're coming down the ladder and those rest periods are decreasing, there is almost like a sense of like panic of, of wow, I, I feel like I'm not gonna be able to breathe enough. Um, but you'll make it through it and um, it fits really well with, um, Budieco breathing because it builds carbon dioxide in the blood. We have a blog about that. We'll post a link in the episode description here to, to the blog I did about Budieco breathing. But um, a lot of really interesting health benefits on um, on, on these breathing ladders here, and uh, it's, it's a great workout. It's a tough one, um, but pretty low skill, and, and you know you just need one kettlebell, and, and, and it doesn't take too long. Great. I've never actually experienced that one. I'm gonna to have to give it a shot. It's, I feel like it really helps me, like for jujitsu especially. You know, it's like we all know, like that super fit guy at jujitsu who's kind of a spaz and just you know is like totally gassed by the the middle of the first round. Um, this is a way to kind of just teach you how to control your breathing, and um, I, I think it's a really useful skill. What um what else we got on the list here, Joe? I actually don't know. We got <laughs> good thing I was taking <laughs> notes before we got on the the podcast. Here. Yeah, I like I thought I had it memorized, and then I totally can't remember. Why don't you take us through uh, the deep six? Okay, there you go. Um, so it's a pretty simple workout, and it involves the six exercises that are kind of the core foundation of the the hard style kettlebell world. Um, I actually don't remember the exact order that you needed to do them in, but I don't think that's necessarily the most important part. I think getting them all in there is, but it's, uh, you know, you got to clean, you got to swing, you got a front squat or goblet squat if you're doing a single arm bell, you have a snatch if you're doing single arm bell, and you have your Turkish getup. Right, that's six? Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, there is an order to it and it is single arm. So that the, yeah, the order that I like to do it in is I like to go swing and then snatch. So it's just continuous on your, you know, you do five swings and then on your six back swing, now you're doing snatches. You do five swings, five snatches. And then on your, I guess, 11th back swing, then you start doing cleans. So then you do five cleans and then your fifth clean, you just keep it in the rack, do your squats, uh, do five squats. And then on your fifth squat, come up, it's still in the rack, and now you do five presses. On your fifth press, keep it overhead, 
do the Turkish, I guess a Turkish get down um, and then a Turkish get up and then you're done with that side. That That's how I organize it. That way it's like the least transition. Yeah, it makes the most sense. And um, Typically um, we do it single arm, right? Yes. Um, not why I'm sure why I'm just spazzing out right now on this one. <laughs> I remember the first time I, I had a this. thought about this this program exercise, and I just now I'm. You use it a lot for people that are getting ready for the kettlebell certifications because it it you know it encapsulates all the the six major movements at the level one kettlebell certification. Uh, you know, I teach the RKC, and, and we've been involved in, in a number of hard style kettlebell certifications over the years. And um, those are the six core skills. It's a great way to train all of them in in a short period of time. Um, it's a tough one. Like, I remember the first time I did it, I was at the New York Sports Clubs in Astoria, where, where I lived at the time, and, you know, I think I picked a 32 for the first set, and um, definitely was not able to do more than one one or two sets with that. I was dying. Um, and then, so the last one we have on the list here is, is every minute on the minute swings, and this one, there's definitely some leeway on it. Um, you know, you can take a more... Um, endurance approach and do you know kind of 10 swings each side every minute on the minute for 10 10 minutes so it turns out to 200 swings 100 each side that's uh, actually my favorite way to prepare for the snatch test to be honest with you because my overhead position isn't the greatest so if i practice snatching in that volume it screws with my neck so i always do that as my workout and try to go two to three bells heavier than the snatch and then I just do a little bit of snatch technique practice on the side. That's probably one of my favorite ways to prepare for the snatch test. Yeah, a bit of a tomato-tomato situation here. I love My favorite way to prepare for the snatch test is by snatching. But, um, you know, a lot of ways to skin the cat here. Uh, obviously, we've all, I think we both have a 100% success rate on passing snatch tests. So, um, and also had great results training people for snatch tests. So a lot of ways to go about it. You know, when it comes to every minute on the minute swings, um, the, you know, sometimes I like to do just 10 two-handed swings on the minute for 10 minutes. So it's a little bit less endurance and a little bit more power at that point because the reps are um, the reps are fewer and the rest periods are a little bit longer. And we should just define what every minute on the minute means, by the way. So that means basically you just set a timer to start running. And every time a new minute turns over, so at 0, zero, zero you do uh, you know whatever the prescribed reps are. At one zero zero, you do the prescribed reps, etc., and then you have the rest of the minute to rest for. So, if you're not familiar with minute on the minute training, it's um, it's great. It's awesome. It's it's a great way to get a lot done quickly. Yeah, I think that kind of rounds out the list pretty effectively. Yeah, no, I think that's a great list. We got six workouts. We're gonna post them in the comments um, below the episode, at least on the blog. I'm not sure, if, uh, Joe. You'll you'll know better than I will if iTunes will let us post that many words. Um, but um, if it won't, then we'll post a link to the blog. And uh, so, yeah, that's six easy, or not easy, simple, um, but not easy kettlebell workouts you can do. Not a whole lot of equipment. Um, they're all, you know, they've got a strength component. They've got a cardio metabolic conditioning component to it. So um, there you have it, six kettlebell workouts that you can do. you want me to say goodbye now i guess right <laughs> that's fine you don't even need to just right. Cut right there. all right okay. this has been episode you'll have to do some cutting here or 
Yeah, we just should. leave it. Just stop it. It's fine. You don't need to say goodbye.